BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Morning Toast. Happy Thursday. Hope everyone's having an amazing day. I'm feeling amazing. I'm feeling refreshed, which I know is pretty much the opposite of how my co-host is feeling. <laughs> Welcome, Taylor Strecker. Back to The Morning Toast. Hi. Hi. Hey, girl. Hey. How you feeling? Horrible. You're a little hung? You know, I'm just too old to be this hungover. No, it's not that. You can be hungover at any age, but the older you are, the worse it is. Exactly. Like, it's not that I was, like, wild. I was home at, like, 1030. Right. And then I actually had to, like, do more work, which Ooh. sucked. Sucks. But I just was, like, I didn't go to bed till 12. I'm just, like, I'm just old. That's it. Yeah, no. It's less about being an alcoholic and more about being old. I hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> um, tell me about your night. You've been a busy girl. Girl, right? I'm thrilled. Thriving. You are thriving. Well, like, you know what the thing, like, months go by yeah. where I feel like overlooked, ignored, irrelevant. Yeah. And then when all the good stuff happens, it's like at all at once, like, space it out, universe. No, I know. By the way, that is literally being a content creator. Like, <sighs> going through months of being like, is my career over? Like, does anyone care about me? Is yes. anyone even listening to my show anymore? Yes. And then it's like, boom, 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 and you feel on top of the world. Yep. And it's very... Full of highs and lows. Very. So I'm on a high right now. That's good. Uh, Hannah's bachelorette party was a vibe. Oh my God. So you went on Hannah Burner's bachelorette party. The content was unique. Um, <sighs> there was spritz everywhere, which we love to see. Unofficial, official spokeswoman for spritz. I had it in my hand in every... So we had a photographer, videographer this the whole time. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? I know what I'm doing. And every picture I made sure a spritz was like, and it was like labels out. Do you know that your wife texts me a picture every time she has a spritz? She was at the nail salon having a spritz. She was working late night. She had a spritz. She sends me a picture. It's like on 0.5. It's like a really gorgeous, because she's very like artistic. Very. She sent, she sends me photos every time she has a spritz. And which is a lot, because yeah. she always is drinking. Like when we're in a car, she's drinking spritz. It's a great <laughs> roadie drink, it I is. have to say. It is. And really, I just like, and it was in my hand, not just because I love you guys, because it's fucking delicious. So good. Also, um, I smashed a champagne glass the second I got on the yacht. Oh, you can't be trusted. And the crew was like, you're not allowed glassware. Right. So I was like, fuck you, I have spritz. <laughs> glassware on a boat seems highly unnecessary. What are they thinking? They should do like that plastic that looks like glass, you I, know? I agree. I agree. But no, I mean, spritz was the... Um, it was my boo thing the entire trip. And did you have a good time on the bachelorette? I really did. I went in with like very grumpy vibes and bad attitude. Right. My little sister, her due date was that weekend. Right. So I'd always said there's a chance I won't be able to go. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, Paige, go into labor. Go into labor. Give me an right. excuse. Right. And then she calls me. I'm like, I'm way to the airport. She's like, I'm in labor. And right. I was You're like. already on your way. Yeah. But then I got like guilt burgers. Yeah, like I was course. like, I should like fly to Boston instead. So then I get on my spirit Ooh, airline flight. Dark. The flights were a thousand dollars from New York to Miami, which is unheard of. Insane. So I flew Spirits. It was eight hundred, and Ooh. I um I I mean like nothing is worse than spending so much money to fly like a peasant. No, like and a not premium experience. Uh, I I was like cursing the day Hannah was born. I was so <laughs> mad, and then I got there and I was like, "You're a girly girl. Yeah, throw get it, it together. Mm -hmm. Like you're here, so have fun." And honestly, after the weekend was over. All of those grumpies went away. Right. And it was just like, I would have been so sad if I didn't go. I'm oh, good. thrilled I went. Good, 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 it good. It was good. very abundant. That always happens. I know. And you got to hang out with the Summer House girlies. I did. So I really like got to know Paige on a deeper level and I'm obsessed. Me too. Obsessed. Me too. Can we like all hang out all the time? I mean, I literally like text her. I, I abuse the privilege of having her phone number. Yes. Um, and I'm just like working on getting like a double date in the works. I can make it a triple date. Yeah, let's just do that. We could use a couple lesbians. And then Sierra. 
Oh, everything. I can't even begin. I can't. She was, I was acting like a weirdo around her. That's on me. Yeah. Um, but I got it together after Good. like 24 hours. Good. I'm glad you got it Thank together. you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> like, it's our job to know how to hang. I know. But we're still people. Of course. And sometimes you fangirl out. And what happens is if I've met somebody on a reality TV show, uh, like beforehand, I can like keep it together. Mm-hmm. But I've watched Sierra now for two years without meeting her. Mm-hmm. And like the Austin of it all, there was just like so much. And it's such a good season. And she's also so stunning. Oh my God, it's like not fair. I was like looking at her like such a lesbian. Perfection. I, I no, literally, <laughs> at one night she was dancing and I was like, I couldn't help myself. And I was like, your body is insane. No, she's gorgeous. And I was like, but I'm not like hanging on you. I just want to be you. Right. You it's know? It's different. It is different. Um, and you're like on a book tour as well, correct? Well, so Stassi, she's on her book, book tour. Yeah. And we, you know, the thing that we do together, like I moderate like mm-hmm. the lives. And so it's really just like, a podcast with book signing involved. Right, right. So we did that yesterday at Simon and Schuster. Fun. It was, I mean, it was unhinged. You got drunk. Yeah. Yeah, for I love sure. that for you. <laughs> I mean, I'm always drunk. I basically. expect nothing less from Taylor Strecker. I'm at all always times. drunk or hungover. That's my brand. No, that's literally just life. I had a friend one time that was like, I look at your like. She was actually, I think she brought up you. She was like, Claudia's brand is so like fresh and fun and like thriving. And she's like, in all I ever see on your Instagram, it's drunk or hungover. And I was like, that really hurt my feelings. I first of all, I hope you're not friends with that person anymore. I am. <laughs> that is like such a mean thing to say. But do send them my way because they said my brand was what fresh. <laughs> and fun thank you so much unnamed person do I know this person no for sure you do not Mm, damn gotta get to know them they seem highly complimentary (laughs) very very intelligent and you look gorgeous and tan thank you yeah I think it's like my leftover spray tan Mm -hmm. from the batch and then these are actually my pjs you look amazed thanks chic pjs Zara always yeah I know Zara Zara shoes Zara 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 everything head to toe Really? Yeah. What do you think your yearly spend at Zara is? That's such a good question. Because, like, in your mind, you're like, it's cheap. Right, but not when you buy your whole wardrobe from there. And they're getting, like, increasingly more expensive. I know. I would say every time I, like, get a shipment in, Uh it's, like, $1,000. But I return half of it. Okay, so $500, how frequently? Like, maybe once or twice a month. Okay, so it's $1,000 a month. That's $12,000 a year. It's ridiculous. That's insane. I could be buying couture. No, you could buy, like, half a Chanel bag. <laughs> Their prices keep going up. Like, I'm really, I can't even talk about it. It's crazy. It's so funny because people, like, okay, so on The Bachelorette page was like, you're very, like, rich vibes. And I was like, you thank are. you. Really? You Just the way you dress is very elegant. You would never know that everything you have is from Zara. Like, because you always have a really nice designer purse and then everything else is like Zara, but it's really elevated. Well, everything that's rich is from Wesbent. And that's, and those are facts. Like on The Bachelorette, one of Hannah's friends, Haley was like, oh my God, that watch. Yes, treat yourself, girl. And I was like, I don't think you get it. (laughs) (laughs) Anything rich is from him. So like, that's the thing is like, eventually my Chanel's will die. No, they go, they increase in value. Not the way I'm treating uh, my, totally. the black one I carry everywhere is like, she's same. She's on death's doorstep. Well, um, the cost of a Chanel bag is now like, like a classic flap Chanel is similar to that of an Hermes Birkin. Like the prices are insane. I well, I had a friend that worked at Chanel like a while ago and she said that they were like heavily competing with Hermes because they want to be like the French brand. So no matter how many Chanel bags you increase your price on, you will never be Hermes. Ever. Ever. So you should treat your bag better because it truly is like an investment, timeless piece. I know. But like, wear your pretties, you know? Yeah, of course. Like, what's the point in having a nice bag if you're not going to take it out of the house? I know. But I, like, it gives me anxiety. And I'm also like, oh my God. Like, if somebody tried to rob me, I would be like, absolutely not over my dead body. You know, like, let them kill me. Yes. Because if, because if you take my Chanel, I have no reason to live. hundred percent. And I can't afford a new one. <laughs> Ever. How are things at the Taylor Strecker show? For those who don't know, Taylor hosts a similar show to The Morning Toast. It's all on Patreon. It's $6.95 a month yes. for a daily two-hour episode, right? Yep. Two hours, Monday through Friday. You do so much recording. It's insane. You know, it's funny. So yesterday we had lunch with Amanda Hirsch and we were talking about her Kim Kardashian interview. Of course. Of course. And she said something and I was like, huh? And she looked at me and she went like this. You didn't listen, did you? Uh, and of 100%. course, I did not. Yeah. And so she was like riding me. And Stoss was like, listen, I have to say, Taylor, because she's like, you're the busiest woman in the world. No one's busier than you. And I was like, I know I don't have children, so like, how dare I? But no, like, you can be busy and not have kids. I am busy. And you never answer my fucking texts. It, <laughs> it's so annoying. I'm going to say it is the Taylor Shrekker show. Like, it is a, in my mind, I'm like, I work two hours a day. But in reality, no. I, how many hours a day do you spend actually recording? 
It, well, the thing is, when I record people, I have to like talk before and after because yeah. I'm a person. I'm uh -huh. not a robot. So it's like each one hour ends up being about one and a half to two mm -hmm. plus scheduling. So like I would say, plus then I also have to do podcasts and stuff. Right, so right, I would right. say probably minimum three hours a day. That's a lot of talking. Of just, of just talking. Mm -hmm. I like don't even look at my email for like a week. That's really bad. I know. You obviously don't look at your phone either. In my, in my mind, I think I'm still at serious. And I right. just, my life is to just like do the show and that's it. Right, right, right. And that's why I am the world's worst influencer. Yeah. Yeah. You're getting better. Every Thank time, you. Every time you come on here, I tell you, and it's true, like you definitely are getting better. Thank you. You had some funny Instagram stories last night. Right? Yeah. Thanks, girl. I guess that's why that person said your whole brand is drunk or hungover. Because, like, <laughs> when you're drunk, like, you want to talk about it on Instagram. And when you're hungover, like, you have to talk about it on Instagram. <laughs> exactly. So maybe it feels that way, but you're so much more than that. Thank you. And today, you're going to be my co-host. We're going to talk about the Fast Five. Some, some mindless news, but some good stuff in there. And then I saved your toasters for you because... I was talking about this yesterday with Jackie. I'm like, nobody does Dear Toasters better than Taylor. For real? I just think you've had um, a lot of different and unique life experiences that really can assist you in giving good advice, whether it's about friendships, relationships, marriages. Like, I just think you're really good at it. I actually feel like now where I am in life, like, I can relate to so many people. Yeah. Like, I used to think my dad was so annoying. But, like... <sighs> But now I'm like, I get dad. I am dad. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm like, I'm, I already hate my children for stealing my money. So uh -huh. I get it. And I get your it body now. and your life. Exactly. Are you on the children train? Mm, no. Me neither. <laughs> That's okay. To that answer. Perfect. Perfection. <laughs> like, did the noise answer it alone? <sighs> yeah. No, I'm on the same page. But, but I like, feel like next two years, we, we should really sync up. I, I would love that. And Let's I've been saying it. the next two years for the last five years. Me too. So, um, yeah, the next two years. That sounds good for me. <laughs> okay. See you in 15. <laughs> um, okay, you guys. Taylor's going to join me for the Fast Five and then Dear Toasters. And we're just going to kiki and have a good time. So, here are the Fast Five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. <laughs> and today's sponsor is Skylight. Okay, Mother's Day's coming up. Staying in touch with people we love is more more important than ever and the skylight digital photo frame makes it easy you can either email photos to the frame or upload them from your app anytime anywhere excuse me bless like the worst timing <laughs> it's a great way to feel close to people you love when you're far away and anyone in your family can send photos to the frame so it's a great way to keep family members in touch they also have 100 satisfaction guaranteed so if you don't love the skylight frame they'll offer you a full refund that's how positive they are that you're gonna love it and it's really easy to set up so if your mom or your grandma or your wife someone you're thinking of getting it for isn't super tech savvy you can figure it out. It's very easy. You can also tap the heart button. It'll let the sender know that you love the photo, which is just so cute. Super simple, non-tech savvy parents can set it up and use it. And the customers over at Skylight love it. And you can go to skylightframe.com and enter the code TOAST and get a $10 coupon off your purchase. So as a special holiday offer, you can get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame. When you go to skylightframe.com, enter code TOAST skylightframe.com enter code toast that's s-k-y-l-i-g-h-t-f-r-a-m-e.com use code toast okay you ready yes this first piece of news is like kind of crazy olivia wilde was served with custody papers about her kids with jason sudeikis during her panel at CinemaCon. That's so she's on stage talking about the movie Don't Worry Darling, which is the movie where her and Harry Styles met. It's like her directorial, Ooh. not debut, but it's like everyone's talking about it. And this man literally like gave her a manila envelope. So here's the thing. And I know this from my divorce. Oh, yeah. When you control, the server controls the survey. You so know, you can say I want it done at their workplace. Precisely. So wow. for me, Were you served. No, I served. <gasps> Where'd you serve? So I, but I warned him. Yeah. So yeah. there was a whole plan with my lawyer. My mm -hmm. lawyer said this, you're going to get, cause I was away with my mom mm -hmm. on the phone with the lawyer. So I got back, he picked me at the airport and he was like, my lawyer was like, go home. You got to pack a bag yeah. of all your pretties, yeah. Chanel bags, all <laughs> right. the shit, all the valuables. He said, cause I can't recover things like that. And honestly, you don't make a lot of money at your job. So you might need to sell that shit right. to like pay for your rent. Well, okay. This lawyer look, was really looking out for you. I loved him. When I met him. He was like, we were talking, talking, talking. And he was like, oh my God, my wife loves you. <gasps> and I best. was like dying, crying. Cause I was like, don't tell anyone. <laughs> so, um, so then he was like, okay, so then you have Thursday, you have therapy Thursday. So he got picked up on Tuesday. He's like, Wednesday, bring it back to a friend that you trust. Thursday, you have therapy. You're going to tell him in, ther in therapy that it's, that it's done. Yeah. And then we're going to, you're going to warn him of serving and ask him where he wants us to serve and let me know after Thursday. So I said, do you want me to serve you at the apartment or do you want me to serve you at work? And he was like, I guess it work and I was like okay fine I know I don't really know why wouldn't you want I think to he was it? embarrassed for like our doormen 
but did not, like, not embarrassed in front of his coworkers. I don't know. I but like, I don't Dorman's, know how it actually went down. Once they were there. see everything. Like my doorman has actually seen me naked. So like there's actually it was a how? Total, it was a total accident. Well, I would assume I was so getting much. a spray tan like in my living room, fully naked, arms I, out, legs no. out. And one of my doormen who I'm really close with and who's just like always helping me out and like I don't mind he comes in and out like he'll drop off packages and instead of leaving them in the hallway if they're heavy he'll drop them in my in my apartment and so I guess he was knocking and I didn't hear it and I heard the door open and I'm in the living room naked like Jonathan no and my aunt, shout out to Anna my spray tanner she like flung her body in front of mine but he totally saw absolutely everything which you were the little um like paper thong the yeah. skims but that's it <laughs> but that's literally it oh my god a nightmare and it, I'm not gonna lie it was awkward for a couple days afterwards but we got past it so like doormen are literally it's in the job description to like see people at their worst like, I know but I don't know for, but the, the point is I definitely it wasn't like it was like an accident that they showed up to his office like we it, we were like planning it together which means that Jason made to a point her. to embarrass her exactly. or okay there's two things that could happen here yeah one is that Jason Sudeikis intentionally ruined a big career moment for Olivia yeah what's her name Mun no I was wild <laughs> Olivia Wilde or maybe they plan this together because now everyone's talking about the CinemaCon panel about Olivia's new movie it's like her it's not a directorial debut but it's like a really big deal for her interesting so like now we're all talking about the movie like it's kind of possible that they could have planned this together like for PR or sometimes if the server can't find the person then they have to like do Track shit like down. this exactly so maybe she's been evading the server now the person who serves do they have like a police badge or anything because <laughs> i imagine it's not easy to get into CinemaCon without a ticket and just storm the stage i don't know i mean i feel like the servers are just like like lawyers that work at the office are they maybe they're like interns I always felt like it was like a job, like how people are like a notary, like you can be a server. Or maybe it's like a bounty hunter, I don't but with know. papers. And like this CinemaCon is in Vegas in these big like conference centers. I just don't think it's easy for like one man to get to Olivia Wilde, you know? It's a move for sure. Okay, sources tell Page Six that Jason Sudeikis had no knowledge of the plans and would never condone Olivia being served in such an inappropriate manner. Huh. She was handed a manila envelope from a woman who slid it on stage in the middle of the presentation asking her, and then Olivia was like, is this for me? That's so embarrassing. After opening the, I mean, there's literally pictures of her opening the documents. Why? Well, then also, she, whoa, 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 why would she open? Like, right. That's the thing. They just have to serve you. They're not like, now open the envelope right. and you show just me have what to, you like, think. See them holding it. Exactly, and that's it. So she could have like taken and been like, thank you, and put it down. So after opening the documents, Olivia Wilde carried on without blinking and showed the trailer for her film that she directed. Wow. That stars her boyfriend Harry Styles and Florence Pugh. Um, is that how you pronounce her name? Yeah. Okay. Um, so this is just like so crazy. I I'm still not over her being with Harry Styles. I'll I'll never be over it. And like not being with Jason and like not like I mean she's still with her kids, but I like I'm, I'm gonna sound so like 1975 right now, yeah. but like I Harry's delicious, delicious, but like really forever. Like you're gonna break up your family for um. I just I don't like the coupling, and I don't really have an explanation. I'm just not into it, yeah. and I will provide no further reasoning. <laughs> I just don't like it. Like period. And I'm sure she's a lovely woman. Yeah, but someone who feels really close to Harry. Um, he does follow me on Instagram. No, yeah, Dead. I just when for years and really never, has never unfollowed. Like literally since 2018. Like, Any interaction. Not once. <gasps> oh, but in real life, yes. Oh my God. I ran into him at Soho House and Ben was like, you have no. to go say hi. And like, I'm actually like not good at that. I'm not. Good. I am shocked. I know. So I chugged a picture of like Eastern Standard. The, the margarita is so good. The best. And I walked over. I was like a little burpy because I like chugged so much. <laughs> and he like, he could feel like a, I mean, I have a large presence. So he could feel my presence. And I remember he like turned around and looked at me and was like, and then looked back being like, ugh, a fan. Right. But then he turned back around and was like, Claudia. And I was like, <gasps> what? And I couldn't even speak. I've told I'm... the story a hundred times. I couldn't even speak. I was like, I wanted to say to him, like, first of all, I had just seen Dunkirk, his movie. Uh-huh. And I really didn't like it. But I was like, <laughs> I was like, Harry, this movie is so good. Even though I didn't understand. I'm like, what war is this? I literally had no idea. And we had like a nice little <laughs> conversation. And as I was leaving, like, I didn't want to bother him. So he was like with, I think, his mom and like family. So I was like, I don't want to bother you, but like, it was so good to see you. And I just like, I was trying to say like, have a good night. Nice to see you. See you around. And what came out was just like, 
a fluna bula. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, you do. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. And then I never saw him again. Wait, that makes me really mad because I ran into Kate Bosworth. Do you know my shit with Kate Bosworth? You have told me the story. She went to your high school, right? We went to high school together. You've told the story on the show, but I don't remember, so give a really abridged version. Okay, I'll try. <laughs> but thank you for knowing. That's also my brand, long-winded. Me too. Um, so high school together, like we didn't keep in touch, touch, but right. like we kept in touch enough. And I ran into her. I knew it was a matter of time before I'd like run into her properly, like having my job at Sirius. Mm -hmm. It was like, she'll come in, we'll do an interview. She'll be like, oh my God, I love you. And I'm like, I love you too. Right. So I'm at Soho House with my co-host from my radio, radio show. Too. And they're like, don't look now, but Kate Bosworth is here. And I was like, I'm dead. So I'm like, they're like, you have to go over and say hi. And I yeah. was like, of course we went to high school together. Right. So I walk over and I like, Tap her on the shoulder, which is actually, I hate when people tap me, but whatever. And she like turned around like this. And it was like, so, it was almost like we live in the same town. Our kids go to the same school. Mm -hmm. And like, we see each other at the grocery store every day. It was so casual. She was like, oh, hi. I swear to God, I think she fucking forgot who I was. She totally faked it because can I tell you, one time I randomly met Kate Bosworth and she was like, hi, sweetie. So good to see you. I'm like, we've never met. <laughs> Unbelievable. So that's her thing. That's like a celebrity thing. They're always like, nice to see you. They're not going to pretend they don't know you because they, they meet so many people. But, but I no. have to be somewhere in the recesses of her brain from high school, yeah. right? So did you tell her? I, I was like, it, I kind of like, a, it's Taylor. And she's like, I know. <laughs> It was very That's weird. weird. She didn't remember. She didn't fucking remember me. No. Oh, I'm so mad sorry. all over again. Well, Harry remembered me not to rub it in. <laughs> um, so yes, Harry and Olivia Wilde, there are like Dumois rumors that they're fully engaged, they're getting married. Like they're really serious. Wow. I mean, well, actually, I kind of hope that's the case. I mean, I'm just like so jealous like I can't even lie I'm not gonna I couldn't like even give you a good reason why I don't think they should be together other than the fact that like I'm seething with jealousy yep like, I get it that should be me <laughs> literally he is the most beautiful human being on the face of the planet no like the way I would take a bullet <laughs> yes for oh, him the way you would take a bullet <laughs> <laughs> for everything I know and everyone that's it's like, lost all of its that phrase meaning. has lost all of its meaning because like I literally am like this donut I would take a bullet for it <laughs> Wait, but who would be good enough for him? And you can't say yourself. Probably me. <laughs> okay, no, who would be, like, honestly, like, I'm sure Olivia Wilde's amazing. Like, I'm sure she's funny. I mean, she landed Jason Stakis and Harry Styles. She's got to be something, you know? Yeah. She's gorgeous. Like, I'm sure she's great. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. But, like, if I had to choose, I would probably have it be, um, I would probably have him date like one of my friends who I don't really care about so like Harry and I can start sleeping together and I wouldn't feel bad but then I would be close like I would be close enough to Harry like start the affair but then I wouldn't feel bad about my friend because like I would have it I have to find a friend in my mind who's betrayed me yes and who I've forgiven but like I'll always remember yes because then I'll set her up with Harry Styles just so I can betray her and feel good about it oh my god I would pick Zendaya 100% that's also a really good option if if you want to go that route, that's a good route. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, getting served papers is, have you ever been served like period? No, but I almost like feel like I'm jinxing myself right now. I'm I like know. so scared. It's kind of like a crazy thing. Have you? No, 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 no. Oh my no. God. Do you think we will in our lifetime? I mean, I could definitely see me saying something on this show that gets me served for like a defamation lawsuit. So I should probably shut the fuck up and move on to the next story. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, Travis Scott is making his comeback attempt with his first public performance. So embattled rapper Travis Scott is attempting to come back after we all know his Astroworld concert yeah. in November, which led to 10 deaths. Plan he plans his first public uh, performance following this tragedy. So Travis Scott, who has played some private VIP sets since the disaster, is scheduled to take the stage in Miami on May 7th during the city's much-hyped Formula One Grand Prix Whoa. at 11, which I know oh, you were just at. I was just at. The high-profile race is set to bring the jet set to town. Hotels, Hotel rooms in Miami are going up for $120,000 a night. According to Bloomberg, tables, what? At, tables at popular clubs are ranging from $5,000 to $100,000. <gasps> meaning organizers are betting that Travis Scott is going to bring in a big draw. That's so crazy. Who the fuck would pay $120,000 for a for hotel, hotel room? room? Just to go see a horse race, you could get better like viewage on TV. Horse race or car race? Oh, cars? <laughs> yeah, good call, good call, good call. Horse, no, cars. Um, like, I get it. It's cool, but like... I don't really understand. I am really upset about where Miami is right now. Like, it's my favorite place, mm -hmm. and I'm, like, quickly being able, unable to afford it's it. It's Chanel bags. Yeah, because you want to know why? Like, during the pandemic, so many people moved to Florida. Is that what it is? And, like, just the overall cost of living in Florida is going up because it was always, like, a 
there's no income tax. It's a lower cost of living than like these big cities. So so many people flock to Florida. But now there's so many fucking people there. You can't get a house. Yeah. Can't get a hotel room. But like, but like the house market I get, but like why hotels? I don't know. I just think like people are really craving like a good time. Yep. And places like Vegas, Miami, like there aren't that many that'll like really show up and show out. And so I think like we're just running out of options as Americans in a post-COVID world. It's scary. Also, Miami's super international. So you right. add that extra element of like that influx of people mm-hmm. with their money. Is the euro stronger than the dollar? You're so asking the wrong girl. I do not know. I In my mind, it's always like All I superior. know about the euro and the dollar is that when I went to Europe a couple of years ago, I landed and there was like some sort of financial crisis and the dollar was equal to the euro, but the prices hadn't changed in like the market yet. So like that day I went to Chanel and bought three purses, flew back to America and sold them on the real rail. <laughs> Cause I'm a business woman. Yeah. I made a lot of money. I was just like buying them up. How much profit? Like a good amount. <laughs> nice. Because like the way that it was where I, I don't really understand how it worked, but like the euro like crashed or something, but it takes a few days for like, the malls to like change their prices with like inflation and shit. Right. So I literally went the day we landed me and all my friends, we like scooped up all these Chanel bags. And then I got the VAT back at the airport, which was nice. And then I went back to America. I think I got like a Chanel, like small evening bag for like two grand. And I think I sold it for four. Oh my God. Yeah. It was crazy. Oh, I'll buy those off of you. If they they're gone around. They're long literally, gone. literally gone. Wow. You are a businesswoman. No, like the thing about me is like, I will find a way to make money. Like that's just my thing. Like I'm so, I'm a money hungry whore. I mean, so am I, but I'm, so bad at it what's the lowest thing you ever did for money lowest yeah got married (laughs) oh my god i was not expecting you to say that i meant like (laughs) work-wise wow 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 wow. love that for you um i panicked i don't know it's for the joke it's a good answer but like do you ever think about like it's been you've had a long career so have i do you ever think about like gigs you did like i have one gig in mind that like wasn't worth the money and it was like one of the most traumatizing experiences of my life (laughs) what was it okay and like there were a few toasters there so like if you were there like you know what went down so right when i was starting off doing comedy like a couple years ago um I got booked for like a private gig, which is so crazy because private stand-up, it's like not really a thing. I don't right. know. It was like really weird. And it was iHeartRadio and they like were paying me a lot. Private gigs pay so much money. So I was like, fuck yeah. And it was in like some city in upstate New York or something. So it was like an hour car ride. I would make a ton of money and then go home that night. Like it was, and I had to do like a 30 minute set. It's like, oh my God, amazing. And I was already on tour. So I just took 30 minutes from my tour and I did it. And I had no idea what the evening was, but it was unique it was like this yearly event that their local radio station puts on for like these twisted alcoholic women in like this random <laughs> suburb of new york and like they they like, didn't want to see me like they're used to having like a dj come and they all like so they had to be quiet for 30 minutes people were like literally i've never i've never felt like such a low level piece of shit in my life people were literally like <laughs> blowing their nose they were walking around right in front of me like ordering drinks i'm like bitch i'm literally sitting right here like no it was the 30 minutes never ended i was like trying to play games i just i like threw my whole set <sighs> out the window and i was like let's play a stupid game and i had said on my instagram that i was gonna be there so it was like 10 toasters in the front row who like came to see a show right they got nothing Oh my God. It was horrible. <clears throat> I but I got so, paid, so. The lowest thing I did was, it was actually the thing that got me fired, essentially, from Sirius. Mm. It was like, I was like, so Sirius paid diddly dick. Yeah, nothing. And I'm very For 11 now. years. For 11 years. And so, I'll, I'll, this is how, what I'll say. I got a $7,000 raise. Woo. <laughs> and they literally tried to take it back. Uh, what? They were like, oh, that was a mistake. I was like, it's $7,000. Oh my God. It was bad. So I had to like do side hustles, but it was very limiting with right. your like non-contract. Exactly. So I started doing these like um, retreats with this um, like happiness guru that was a guest on my show. Okay. And they actually were a vibe and like they were incredibly lucrative. And so we stopped working together and I was like, I, why don't I just do it? Cause like she was very like no drinking and I'm obviously Ew. that's my brand. Yeah. So I was like, we should just like do di- different things. You should ha- can have like a wellness retreat and I'll have like a let's get fucked up retreat. Alcohol like spring break. retreat. Yeah. Exactly. So I planned it. So you went out on your own from the guru. And that's when it all fell to shit. So why was that considered like a violation of your contract and not the other retreats? I That's the thing. So I think my head was on the chopping block for a number of reasons. They wanted your time slot. And whatever they wanted. And I think, I think there was a, I think there was somebody on the platform, just in general, I'll say that, who was not pleased with me standing up for myself with something. With Jenny McCarthy. Oh my God, I hate you so much. No, absolutely not. 
I have no idea what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, no, I don't even think Anyway, I just feel like maybe I had burned some bridges. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And who knows, probably more than one, if I'm yeah. being totally honest. And they were like, oh, well, or maybe I was just like been there too long and they were like, get rid of her. Right, fresh. So, and we had like a new boss and that's like a new boss thing is like, you know, get fire revealed. everybody. Yeah. So I think that they were like looking for a reason to fire me and they were like, oh, fine, print your contract. You're kind of like edging against it. Right. So you're out. It wasn't like a outright violation but it was like blurry but when they did call me the lawyer on the phone like you'd never meet the lawyers they're always in the meetings and they call me on a Saturday and she was like well a little advice Taylor in the future read your contract oh god I was like ugh nobody reads the contract she's insane (laughs) (laughs) oh my god okay so Travis Scott is making a comeback honestly I don't know how and if Travis Scott comes back from Astroworld like there's this is just like a level of of scandal that like is far beyond anything we've ever really gotten used to like yeah 10 deaths like it was so avoidable like I I really don't know if this is something you come back from yeah I mean I feel like it was in the news and then it just went away because he went away and but also the Kim and Pete of it all helped not to besmirch their love Mm -hmm. but like I do think that was that that felt very like clever Kris Jenner moves and people kind of stopped talking that. about it. I hate... The thing is, like, there's so many Kardashians. They're, a lot of them are single. Like, they're always going to have things going on in their lives. So to assume that, like, Kim shared her, like, her relationship only to help save Travis. What, the, what does fucking Kim owe Travis? I guess that's true. It is unrealistic to think that, like, everything they do is for stuff It's calculated. Like and but don't get me wrong. There's definitely a level of calculation. Right. Kim yesterday was on Instagram admitting that she, like, photoshopped a picture of the kids at Disney World because Kylie didn't want Stormy in the picture, but right. Kim needed to save, you know, the aesthetic flow of her Instagram. So she flew uh, True in there and she photoshopped True. So I think there's a level of calculation, but with all celebrities, like, right. I, I don't think that's a bad thing, but I don't think it's like, I think it's annoying when people assume everything the Kardashians do is like to cover up something else. That's fair. Somebody did bring that to my attention though about the Travis Scott thing. And I was like, oh damn, I never even thought about that. Cause it really did kind of just like it go did. away. But I don't think you can like blame Kim for that. No, not at all. I'm just saying, I thought it was... Because he, he went away. He, didn't, he right. didn't leave his house. But that's what I'm saying. Is like It kind of it happened. It was terrible. But then it kind of just like... Fizzled out. Exactly. But that's the world we live in. Like, things are, like terrible things happen so frequently that like we... And we're so inundated with so much news. Like We don't even like lament on things. Like We move past things so yeah. quickly, no matter how terrible the tragedy. And that's really sad. So with that being said, he might actually be fine. Given yeah, the that we, we have in. like, you know, flea brains. No, that's really true and really sad. Um, have you been keeping up with the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial? Not like to the amount that I wish I did, but enough that I can like get through the conversation. Yeah, like I've been hesitant to talk about it because there's so much information out there. And like what I get served with on TikTok and like articles I read, it's very pro-Johnny. Yeah, same. And then yesterday I was like accused of like not supporting the Me Too movement and like being a woman hater. So like I just can't. Um, Even though I've, after the limited amount of research I've done, I've come to the conclusion that it was an extremely mutually abusive relationship. I was just going to say, I think they both were monsters to each other. I don't think there's one person to blame but I really don't even want to talk about it because like you can't say anything right but I did there's an interesting Elon Musk element okay oh so mm. Elon Musk was like his name was being floated around as possibly testifying but now he's not testifying in the Amber Heard case and I apparently there's like this rumor going around that it's so dumb people are so dumb I'm sorry there's a rumor going around that Elon Musk bought Twitter so that he could change the narrative on there to be more positive for Amber Heard. Which That's is, insane. Which That's is insane. Literally, first of all, the dumbest thing ever. No one would do that. Like, Elon Musk has his own reasons for buying Twitter. Two, Elon Musk hates Amber Heard, actually. And I think he sued her for defamation as well. Wow. And there's also a lot of rumors. Because, Lots you know, of rumors. Amber Heard has a child. Uh-huh. And a lot of people think that um, it's Elon is a baby, which would make that, I think, like his ninth child. Yeah. So, I don't know. I heard a rumor about like um, Amber with Cara Delevingne. Well, that was and in one of the Elon. that was in one of the depositions. She apparently cheated on Elon with Cara, <gasps> and the guy doing the deposition was like, "Did you have a extramarital affair with Cara Delevingne?" I'm like, "Girl, get it together. It's Delevingne." Actually, that reminds me. <laughs> when I was in college, I was a I was interning a lot through college to get credits because I just like fucking hated school. Right. And I interned at Hearst magazines for Esquire, Esquire magazines. Uh-huh. The literally one of the worst experiences of my life. Magazine world is, is like horrible. Brutal. And brutal. I was in the closet. So it was basically just like packing shit up for messengers. Oh, when you said you were in the closet, I was like, wait, you're gay too. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm so confused. It's like the day I thought that you were Andy Moi. I felt so betrayed. Yeah. 
sorry. No, like the the PR closet. Yeah, literally. So like we would pack things up for messengers, and then the messengers would bring it back. And we'd unpack. It was pack and pack all day. And there was like a head intern there who's like he was so happy to be there. Like his fucking annoying like energy was so toxic like this was just like she was so excited all the time yeah 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 and he was the head intern so like he was like yeah 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 and he was such a fucking know-it-all like everything he was like and I was always fucking up like I remember I sent an etro like men's bathing suit to like another brand that started with an e and it was like I cost the company millions like it was like the biggest deal (laughs) he was always yelling at me he was so like moral high ground for being head intern and one time we were just like sitting and gossiping and like making labels and stuff and we were talking about celebrities, and he was like, I said Cara Delevingne. And he was like, it's Cara Devlagine? No. And I was like, finally, I can correct this motherfucker. I'm like, actually, Michael, it's Cara Delevingne. <laughs> and that was the best moment of my life. <laughs> and actually, I don't know why Like, I find myself, maybe it's because I'm insecure, but when I was in college, I had a roommate who was so smart, like literally so smart. She had a full scholarship and she had gotten into like Harvard, but she got a full scholarship to NYU. And she was like, I was in all these dumb classes and she was in all these like smart classes and she was always like listening into my phone calls and like correcting me. Stop. Yeah, no, and like if I, you, you would think having a smart um, roommate would be good. I'm like, hey, can you help me with my math homework? Right. No. She was like, you know, she had moral superiority. Ugh. And then one time I'm on the phone. I remember we're like making plans. I'm like, let's go to this bar. It's on Houston Street. And I'm not even talking to her. I'm on the phone. And right. she goes, Houston? It's Houston. I'm like, <laughs> actually, it's Houston. <laughs> so those are my two kind of trauma moments from yeah. growing up. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you go to college? Ithaca. What? Yeah. Is that a good one or a Wait, bad no, one? I just feel like there's not much I don't know about you, but I guess I've never asked you that question. I know. But but wait, what do you think about Ithaca? Tell the Isn't truth. Is it like for smart people? Uh, I don't believe so. Oh. <laughs> or no, that's Cornell. That's in Ithaca. Correcto. Uh, I, yeah, that's I, the good school. We so were the dumb was, school. What was your college experience? Were you in a sorority? No, they didn't have sororities and fraternities, mm. which is why I picked it, actually. Yeah. That's a that. lie. That's it's the only school that accepted me. But, it's the school that picked me. Yes, exactly. But I was thrilled because I am too weak to not be in a sorority, but I knew I would feel tortured and hate it. Of course, same. So I got to go over to Cornell and go to all the frat parties. So it was like the best of both worlds. That's nice. Yeah, it was great. Two friends from college still? Not really, actually. Like one. (laughs) I'm that bitch. I really, the thing with college, I mean, yeah. mm, I have some friends from childhood that are like, I've re-established relationships with. But college, mm, isn't that that makes me feel bad. No, it doesn't. I actually don't have a ton of friends from college either. I guess if I had to say, like, I made one friend in college. Yeah. But that's because all my friends from high school went to NYU because I grew up in the city. So we all went to NYU together. And so we just, like, stayed in the same group. Right. But then we let one girl, Margo, in. And she's cool. She actually spoke to her last night. She's, like, one of my best friends. So we let her into the crew because she didn't go to our high school. Um, but other than that, like, I had a built-in friend group. So, like, I really didn't have to work hard to make friends, which Margo, is nice. Margo, right? Margo, Margo, you Margo, know Margo. Margo. Yeah. yeah. You're talking no, no, not that Margo. Margo. Not that Margo. There's oh, just so, Margo. There's so many Margos in my life. There's Margo Lashray, of course. Uh, duh. There's Margo Lewin, who are you talking about? Love. And then my friend from college, Margo Fish, who I do gotcha. believe you've met, but I don't know if you remember her. I can only remember so many Margos at one time. I know, and she listens to the toast, so like she's probably so excited. Hey, girl, hey. Every time I talk to her, she is wearing her merch. We love a supportive queen. Also, new merch launches tomorrow. Ooh. Um, so Elon Musk not testifying, which is sad because I... Even though this is like a terrible case, I have been enjoying some of the content coming out of like Johnny and Amber's like reactions to stuff. It's obvious they fucking hate each other. Hate. Um, I love that picture of him with the Talenti spilled on his lap. Me too. I wasn't participating in the festival of ice cream. He's <laughs> like, I just think it's like, it's, it's, I know it's terrible because it's like a, a, a very um, hot button trial, but like it's been entertaining. Absolutely. And it's a I, shit show. I couldn't lie I would like to see Elon get in on there too but he's I like know. I have enough problems with all these people I'm not getting involved I think we live in a world too where like we think it's like if someone's bad then the other person is good and it's like right. no they no, can both things, be pieces of shit two things can be true at once exactly and I think it was a really toxic but then I don't really understand why Johnny would sue her like he's opening up his entire life for public consumption and if he was n- toxic and abusive like right then he's opening up like his chamber of secrets so that's why i kind of err on the side of johnny right it's like why would he go through with this defamation because i feel like he's like i am johnny depp i have built this crazy great career yeah like i do drugs i get fucked up whatever but like not a crime. i am not an abusive person and right. i will not have that be my namesake yeah smudge my name yeah and you know did you see the video of their like doorman slash house manager no he testified via zoom and he's literally sitting in his car driving without a seatbelt on and vaping. (laughs) 
It's so funny. It's like this trial's just insane. It's like, insane. All these clips. It's for I I I've been I guess interacting with a lot of the content on TikTok, so I keep getting served more in my algorithm. Yeah. And so I really didn't even want to like I don't care, really care about these two people, so I didn't even want to like know what was going on in the trial. But now because it's everywhere, like I'm, I'm an expert. <laughs> but Elon is not testifying, which is disappointing. I can't. It is lie. disappointing. I would like that like one more like animal being brought to the circus. Yeah, no. But Elon's already like he has his own circus. He's always starting drama. Yesterday he said he's gonna buy Coca-Cola next to put the cocaine back into it. I saw that on And I just feel like, you know, I would try it. <laughs> I saw that on Ben's Instagram. And now Dead. people are like taking that tweet. Actually, this this was really funny. People are taking Elon's tweet and like making jokes about what he should buy next. So one of my favorite um <laughs> Bravo Instagrammers, Christian Grace Snow. He did a whole slideshow. Next, I'm buying and rebranding True Faith Jewelry, Ramona Singer's Jewelry. <laughs> Next, I'm buying Buca de Beppo and enlisting Dorit Kemsley to incorporate Capri rooms in all for future and current locations. <laughs> Next, I'm buying out LVP's restaurants in West Hollywood and replacing them with the actual gay bars that the area needs. <laughs> Next, I'm buying and rebranding Fabellini in stores this summer. Shut the fuck up. Next, I'm buying Jackie out of her Bravo contract and sparing us all. Oh. Next, I'm buying Ancestry.com to expedite the process of finding Melissa Gorga's long-lost sister. Next, I'm hiring Giselle Bryant, a stylist, on my dime. Oh, my God. Next, I'm buying Kim Richards a goddamn house. (laughs) Next, I'm donating money to Gina Kirschenheider, just because. I love it. It's so good. So, like, I was living for everyone coming out of the woodwork. Um, All right, we have more stories, and they're brought to you by Bowl & Branch. Bowl & Branch sheets aren't just buttery, breathable, and impossibly comfortable. They get softer with every wash. Forget thread count. Bowl & Branch gives you thread quality because it doesn't matter how many threads your sheet have if they aren't the best threads possible. So I have the standard hemmed collection on my bed, my pillows, my... uh, my throw blanket, my duvet cover, my pillowcases, my fitted sheet... And my flat sheet are all from Bolin Branch. It's a signature hem collection. I'm a very warm sleeper. I can't just like sleep in any sheet. And that's why I love Bolin Branch. Extremely breathable, really soft. And they're 100% free from toxins, which means no pesticides, formaldehyde, or other harsh chemicals. And they give you a 30-night risk-free trial with a free shipping and return on all orders. So if you don't like it after 30 nights, you can send it back. No questions asked. If you miss their Bowl & Branch April sale, our listeners are getting an exclusive post-sale 20% off site-wide discount through the end of the, m- the month of April with promo code TOAST at bowlandbranch.com. That's B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com. Promo code TOAST for 20% off through the end of April. Again, anything for your bed, whether that's sheets, collections of sheets, throw blankets, they have everything. Bowlandbranch.com. All right, next up, what do we got next? can't lie the stories go downhill like as longer oh Haley Bieber is opening up about her like big medical scare she um she told us that she had a procedure to close a hole in her heart following a stroke she said it was the scariest moment of her life so she made a YouTube video I remember she posted a couple weeks ago she put like a notes app just letting everyone know like she went through like something really scary she was eating breakfast and like she thinks she had a stroke so now after everything she's she made a YouTube video she said she was sitting at breakfast with Justin she started to feel a tingle like in her shoulder all the way down to her arm and like her fingers were tingly and numb and the left side of her face was like dropping no and Justin was like are you okay and she went to talk and she couldn't speak and so she knew she was having like a mini stroke and now she's done like extensive extensive tests. I guess she had um, like a blood clot, like a momentary a, a momentary blood clot that like stopped blood flow to her brain or her heart that made the mini stroke happen. And she said like she didn't know that because she gets migraines that can affect her being um, on birth control. So she had not spoken to her doctor about the migraines and was on this birth control that she thinks was the cause of all of this. It was just like wow. crazy. And she was just encouraging people. Like if you have migraines to talk to your doctor about which type of birth control you go on, because it can cause complications. Many strokes are side effects God. of some birth control. So it was just so crazy. What birth control is she I on? don't know. I don't think she wanted to slander, you know, big pharma. Damn. That's scary. And how old is she? Late 20s? Really young. And she said, it was like so quick. By the time she actually got to the emergency room, she was totally back to normal. She wasn't having any issues with, with her face or her arm. But her scans showed that she experienced a lack of oxygen to her brain for a period of time, which is a stroke. Right. And it was caused by the blood clot. Her doctor said that a set of three recent events contributed to the stroke. 
She just started taking birth control without speaking to her doctor. Okay. And as a frequent sufferer of migraines, the birth control caused issues. Okay. She had also recently had COVID and had been traveling from Paris and back in a really short amount of time. Oh, if you travel a lot, you can get blood clots. Oh, right. And she was discharged the following morning after her doctors believed the three recent events coalesced into the perfect storm. She didn't know how the blood clot had traveled to her brain, but she believed she was suffering from a small opening in the heart that usually closes after birth. Which, isn't that what Stasi? Yeah, That was Hartford. just reminding me. When, when yeah. she, so when Stasi did her sonogram yeah they were pregnant so when i don't even know how many months pregnant stasi was maybe like six months they kind of detected potentially a hole in hartford's heart heart. and so they kind of determined that it was all good once they got the results back right but i recently saw them you know getting i guess a sonogram of her heart yeah i saw that too on instagram probably just to double check everything had closed right exactly is that why they named her hartford it wasn't why, but like it became like kind of a significant reason, oh, like why sweet. the name was so special. Right, right, right. That's really their heart. sweet. Exactly. So you know what's so crazy is like Haley Baldwin Bieber. Yes, is like literally perfection. Like perfection. You know, young, rich, gorgeous. She seems like I've actually met her. She's incredibly nice. Yeah, she and seems I think that's it. how she actually is in real life. And it's just like you know, health is the great equalizer. Like no matter how many Chanel bags you borrow, like yep. everyone can succumb to and like this is just like a crazy thing you know it makes me so nervous because I'm like so bad I don't know if it's because I'm the daughter of a doctor or if I just like hate the fucking doctor but like I never go never and it makes me it's because they have to weigh me that's why I won't go same it's so it's a personal attack and then they ask like how many drinks you have and you have to lie like four and they're like that's a lot I'm like it is because that's how many I have in one dinner (laughs) yeah they're like a week I'm like a week I was talking a day yeah so that's why I don't go judgmental so judgmental but like I as a woman of a certain age, little things here and there happen. And mm-hmm. I'm like, Ooh, should I be worried about this? And I'm like, oh, it's fine. Yeah. And like in my mind, I still think I'm like in my mid-20s. I know. And I'm like, bitch, you're not. Uh, Has you ever gotten age. a mammogram? No, but I think um, I think I'm probably going to get one like in the next year. Yeah. Um, but sounds so painful. It sounds like a nightmare. It sounds horrible. I have actually think about it all Oof. the time because, of course, that's something we all have to do. Um I, I can't. Like, I literally can't. I know. But it's so, so important. It's so important. So this, like, hearing this gives me anxiety. Right. Because, like, she looks like someone who's, like, the picture of health. Right. She does Pilates all the time. I mean, I started to get these, like, tingles in my leg at night. Ooh. Oh, I actually have had that my whole life. It's from weight gain. Oh, it's called restless leg syndrome. It's actually not from weight gain. Oh, well, the one that I Googled was. Oh. We're both doctors on yeah. the, of the internet. No, ever since I was a kid, and I was really skinny as a kid, so that's how I know it's not from weight right. gain. I would wake up in the middle of the night with just, they weren't like pains and they weren't cramps. They were just like yeah. sensations. Like I felt my legs were alive while I was asleep. Yes. I think it's restless leg syndrome. It also could be a potassium deficiency. I've had it my whole life. I've never went to the doctor, but two Advil usually fixes it. Okay, awesome. Great. Thanks, Dr. Claudia. Yeah, that's why I always ha- keep Advil around, like when I'm traveling. Yeah. And how I knew Ben was the one for me, like very early in our relationship, we went on a trip and we, I woke up in the middle of the night and I was having my leg thing and he was like, what's wrong? I'm like, I can't explain it. I just get like this weird thing in my legs, but like I need to Advil. It's like three in the morning. We were like sober. We just like went to sleep that night. And Ben literally got up and like left the room, walked around the city we were in and like got me Advil. And I was like, this man, marriage. That will do it. That'll do it. Yeah. Now I don't travel with Advil, without Advil. Oh my God. I remember I knew I'd marry Wesbin when I was barfing and shitting simultaneously mm. and he held my hand. Oh, that's really sweet. And the money. And the money, of course, <laughs> of course, of course. So we're wishing our best to Haley Bieber. Um, yes. And always, as always, talk to a doctor. Always. All right. Fifth and final story, Amanda Bynes is like making waves on social media. So she posted a series of Instagram stories yesterday accusing her fiance, Paul Michael, of using crack cocaine. Oh, oops. So she went on camera and was just like talking to her phone and basically said, Paul stopped taking his medication. He told me, stop taking it. I looked at his phone and he was looking at mom and son porn. He then vandalized his mother's home. He broke all of the pictures and put salmon under her bed. Wait, wait, what? His behavior's alarming and I'm afraid of what to do. She then, she said, oh, I forgot to mention, I found Paul's stash of crack cocaine. He's been using for the past six months. He needs serious help. I kicked him out of the house. Bynes, um, Amanda Bynes' attorney didn't return any requests for comment. And Michael is her fiance whom they met in AA, then took to his Instagram account soon after to say, I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. Y'all got to stop taking your shit. You guys don't fucking know anything. Yelling at us. Like, we asked to be involved in this. Right. Um, And then just hours prior, Amanda Bynes had shared Page Six's story about the second song she and Michael released together and then posted a photo of him on the couch. So it appeared that, like, shit was fine. I hate reporting on Amanda Bynes because um, 
I have a very special place in my heart for Amanda Bynes. Yeah. And, you know, she's free of her conservatorship now. She was in, like, a similar situation to Britney. Um, it didn't get nearly as much press. Um, but I do think she still is definitely, like, suffering from some sort of mental illness. Definitely. And I don't know, like, who she can turn to. And so when she's in a state of duress, like, finding out her husband's using drugs again, whether or not that's true, she, like, tells us on social media. Because right. I don't think she has a lot of people in her life that she trusts, which is just so sad. So sad. I am a little confused about her journey, like, where it is. Because I feel like the last time she got, like, big, big, big press, it was for, she was look, looking amazing and yeah. fresh and, like, she had her shit together. Yeah. Cover of a paper magazine. Oh, it yeah. It was a while ago, though. It was a while ago. So much has happened since then. She has a face tattoo. It's like a heart under oh, her left okay, eye. Oh, okay. So that was after that. Yeah. <sighs> um, and she says she wants to release, like, a fragrance. I don't really know what's going on. And, like, I, I just hate it because it makes me so sad because, like, I grew up on Amanda Bynes. I yep. think and like she's the man she's the man oscar worthy freaky fr no that's Lindsay lohan oh my god sorry she's the man um the amanda show yeah it's like such good work what a girl wants what a girl needs so good <laughs> um so it just it really like breaks my heart to even talk about it and i don't really even fully understand this story like i i don't really understand what's going on it sounds like she is maybe maybe it has less to do with her fiance and more to do with her mental state right or both of them Right, so like I don't really feel like I can comment on it other than just like saying I wish Amanda Bynes the best, Me always too. and forever. Like yes. she is my girl. It's that's concerning. It's sad, but those are the past five stories that I feel as though you needed to know before you woke up and take a bite every morning. <laughs> um, okay, we're not done yet because I'm gonna make Taylor do Dear Toasters with me because you're so good at it. I love Dear Toasters, and Dear Toasters is brought to you by Wonderskin, a beauty brand that we're obsessed with here at the Morning Toast that is taking over our beauty counter. I figured it out um, on TikTok actually. Um, they are sold out of every color they've dropped in 2021, and they've had a wait list of over 25,000 people, and wow. the brand is Wonderskin, and you've got to check them out. Personally, I found out about their Peel and Reveal lip stain on TikTok. It's a really cool, cool product. You'll put on a, like an electric blue lip mask, mist it with their activator, and then in seconds you peel off the mask, and you have a beautiful lip color that is transfer-proof, waterproof, feather-proof, and it will last for 10 hours. They didn't stop there. They also have the best skincare that we're obsessed with called PureVoc, which is cover-up spelled backwards because it's the opposite of covering up. They are three products that work together to give you flawless-looking skin with a beautiful glow, and you'll see results after the first time you use it. Um, for the first time in years, I can leave my house confidently without any cover-up makeup, just PureVoc. Um, they even have a cult favorite called Liquid Gym, which is a serum that helps sculpt your jawline, cheekbones, and neck in as little as two weeks, which I'm personally a really big fan of because, like, anything to get the double chin in a better place. Um, we've been using Wonderskin products for a while now, and as we said, we're obsessed. They create products unlike anything we've tried before, and the best part is they all work and have made a difference in both my makeup and skincare routines. Right now, if you go to wonderskin.com and use the promo code TOAST, you'll receive 20% off plus free shipping on orders of over $50. That's 20% off when you go to wonderskin.com, use the promo code TOAST. All right, Dear Toasters is our advice segment. If you guys ever want to write in, here's a little PSA. We get so many submissions, but so many of y'all are writing us like actual essays. We have a time limit. So like, just please try when you write in to like make it more concise, more short. So like we got so many good ones, like, but we can't use them because they're so long. So dear at gmail.com if you want to write in. And if you have written in and it hasn't gotten on the show, it's probably because it's too long. So maybe consider rewriting us with just like a smaller, more brief, only need to know details. All right. Hi, Claudia and Taylor. I'm in a tough spot with my friend who's a bridesmaid, and I know that you guys can help. Yes. Last weekend was my bachelorette party, and one of my bridesmaids decided that this would be the perfect opportunity to get some dick. On one of the days we rented a yacht and went boating, we had a super hot captain. He was totally into her, and we were all living for it. Long story short, that night, he invited her back to the boat again, and they spent the night hooking up. The next day, we were all so curious and had to know every detail about her night. Soon after, he would not stop blowing up her phone, and after a certain point, it was time to move on since we had the ick. Fast forward to dinner that night, which was also the last night of the trip. She is silent and texting him the entire time. She told us he was having a party on the boat that night, which was also the last night of the trip. Oh, sorry. No, I'm reading wrong. She told us that he was having a party on the boat. And she felt like this was her once in a lifetime opportunity for her. I told her it clearly wasn't since she spent the previous night with him on the boat and told her I didn't think she should go. Once I said that, she looked so crestfallen and just sat there quietly all dinner. A few other girls asked her about it and it was obvious she had a decision to make. Go on this boat and enjoy herself or come and spend the last night with the girls. She ended up leaving before dinner um, was over to go meet him on the boat and all the other bridesmaids were pissed that she put me in an awkward situation of having her go get dick or spend the last night with us as a bride I'm livid but I also don't want drama before the wedding with a bridesmaid how would I suggest you handle this I handle this sincerely a burn toaster I have a hot take here 
I might too. I'm kind of on the side of the bridesmaid. Me too. Like that's what bachelorette parties are for. Like get lit, get dick. And like I get it because you know what? On my bachelorette party, I got married so young. Like literally maybe one or two of the people on my bachelorette party had a boyfriend. Right. So everyone was like hooking up. And part of me, I was like, this fucking sucks. Like everyone's like out and like I'm alone. But you know what? Like that's what you do on a bachelorette party. That's like the vibe you want to cultivate. And I do think you're just being like a little, a little bit of a bridezilla. So here's the thing too. Like bachelorette parties are really, they can be triggering for people. Mm-hmm. So I don't know like your your friend's vibe, but like if she is a relationship person or she's single and she's just like enough is enough, I want to be with somebody. Like she felt like this Copton was her soulmate. No, I And know. so I feel like she, like it sounds like she genuinely was like so sad to not get to spend time with him. Like who knows, they could get married. Yeah. And also when but you're on you a bachelorette party, you're thinking about but wedding. Her, her sulking in the corner at dinner at your bachelorette party is fucking annoying. Yeah, it's totally annoying. Toxic energy for And her sure. also like not making it about you, it is annoying. And when you are getting married, it, you are allowed to make it all about you. I you know, are. I know, but it's like, but it's the last night of the trip, she's into the sky, like, why don't you all go? There's a party. Well, that's what I thought. I was like, yay, we get to go on a yacht again for free? Yeah, right. And I don't think you're really entitled to be that mad, honestly. And I would drop it because she could also be mad at you for like being like a killjoy. So like maybe you should both just drop it. Exactly. I think it's, I think it's, and you don't want to be fighting about this crap because it's so not important. And also, if you're going to die in a hill, you need to know that you are right. Yeah. And I'm not sure. And that's the thing. I'm not quite sure. And so you don't necessarily, because then, then you could have the other bridesmaids turn on you. Right. And you'll feel that bad energy and on the day bridezilla. of your wedding. Exactly. And you don't want it. What is a hill you are 100% willing to die on? Here's mine. Okay, go. This Is Us is a terrible show. Like, we all need to stop pretending that it's a good show. It's bad, and it's stupid. (laughs) Okay, you're not going to like what I'm about to say. Is it about the Kardashians? No. Okay. Intentionally, no. Is it about Bethany Frankel? No. Okay. Um, Selling Sunset is an incredible show. Wrong. That's a hill I am willing to die on. Because a hill I'm also willing to die on is that Selling Sunset is literally a piece of shit. I know, that's why I used to be good. It used to be good. Why? Okay, if you think it used to be good, I don't understand how it is now not good. Because there's so many girls, and now the girls know exactly what to do because you got so famous from the show. Like, no one's at, like, it's just fraud- fraudulent, fraudulent everywhere. I really can't get into it, honestly. I can't. <laughs> um, okay, so I think our advice to you would just be like, let, let it, it go. go. Yeah. Let absolutely. it go. Next up. Good morning, Claudia and Taylor. How you doing? I have a friend who's been driving me absolutely insane for a few months now, but she just put the final nail in the friendship coffin. I am moving, so she suggested that she come over for dinner and help me pack. I have to burp. Sorry. Okay, got it. Oh, my God. So silent and ladylike. No, I know, because I had a LaCroix. I had to, like, muffle it. I don't like burping on the air. (laughs) Um, She wanted to come over and help me pack and have dinner. We decided on ordering in because it was the easiest easiest with all the kitchen stuff being packed up. She places the DoorDash order and pays for it. I ordered one salad for $12. Okay. That night, we were still together. I Venmoed her $15. Also that night, I gave her a bottle of Casamigos tequila, Cascade dishwasher pods, cleaning supplies, and a huge four-length mirror because I figured, oh, I'm not going to move these items. Don't let me just let me just be generous and give them to a friend. Very nice. Yeah. I didn't expect anything in return. The next day, I get Venmoed back the $15 and a request for seventeen twenty-five, making this an additional two dollars and twenty-five cents to what I originally paid her. What? She sent me some bullshit text about I owe how about how I owe her more money, two dollars and twenty-five cents to be exact. Girl. Needless to say, I was shocked. I never answered the text and I just sent her the seventeen twenty-five that she requested. Now it's clear I don't want to be friends with someone who will heckle me for two dollars and That's disregard ridiculous. my generosity. Yeah. The question is, how do I end this friendship? Do I confront her and tell her Oof. she's absolutely nuts Oof. for coming after me for two dollars? Or do I just fade her out and hope she never calls me again? P.S. Our boyfriends are really good friends and we're in the same big friend group. So I'll have to see her again, hopefully rarely. Thanks so much, a ripped off toaster. I will send an update, especially if a confrontation occurs. Definitely don't confront her because you'll look crazy like for ending a friendship over $2. Mm. But just know like that this is the type of person she showed as she was. You're no longer interested in being friends with that type of person. And definitely like back out. To have given her all this crap and then she's literally nickel and diamond you for dis- $2. That's embarrassing for her soul. It's disgusting. I hate people I like hate. this. Like... It's because the thing is, me and Jackie always say, it's not about being rich or poor. No. It's about being cheap. Cheap. And to oh, completely overlook you giving her a full length mirror, a bottle, about that Cosmica's bottle of tequila is like $60, depending but, on where you live. I mean, it's insane. That's so disrespectful. Like, I can't. I thought she was going to send you back the $15 and be like, bitch, don't worry. You gave me all this free shit. Here, I'll pay for your salad. Literally same. But no. Okay. Nickel and diming is the most disgusting trait. I actually disagree. I think that you should, because because you're in the same friend group. 
I think that like the ghosting thing or whatever, can't escape her. it's not going to work. So like you have to deal with it head on. Here's the thing. This is why I have no friends from college because I fight with all of them because they pull shit like this. Yeah, totally. And it's like when I haven't been direct, like they can create their own narrative around like Taylor's a bitch, Taylor's a bad friend. Right, Taylor like, stopped answering me. That's so true actually because then you're going to get a bad rap from this girl for yeah. being a bad friend. Maybe just like be like, but you have to be really intentional with your wording if you want yes. to say something. Yes. Just be like, can I ask you a question? And she'd be like, yeah, sure, what's up? Like, how did you think it was like normal to request me for $2 when you left my house with like over $100 worth of free things that like I... Right was very nice and gave to you. $2, that, you gotta focus on that. $2.25, like, that is in fucking saying. I feel like you should just be like, I was honestly taken aback. Yeah. When you rejected my Venmo and then sent me one for an extra two twenty five. Like, if that's how you roll, that's fine, but like, I'm not about it. No, and you should also and say- And like, me uncomfortable. You should also say, even if I didn't let you walk out of my house with over $100 worth of things, even if- For you to nickel and dime me for $2, like, what's that about? Yeah, like, no, question oh, mark. I know. Be like, are you mad at me and this is, like, passive aggressive? Oh, that's good. Flip it on her, because, like. I love, that's so manipulative. I love that. Right, that's what I do. <laughs> but either but either she is a cheap fuck, and she needs to know how cheap she is, or she's actually mad about something else, and she's, like, using this as, like, a weird way to tell you she's mad. Call, By the put, way, put it back on her. I love that idea. Thank you. That is the answer. Always give people enough rope to hang themselves with. Love that. And when you put it back on someone else, it takes it completely off of you. You like, are so manipulative. I never want to get into a fight with you. No, you do not. Have we ever gotten into a fight? I'm like Margaret Joseph's. We're like the same. Yeah, literally. Like, you don't want to get in a fight with us. I don't think we've ever gotten into a fight. No. Let's keep it that way. You, well, sound, and also, you sound scary as fuck. We never get into fights because we're fucking, we're real ones with each other. Right. Like, like when you're mad at me that I don't reply to your text for three so hours, annoying. you're mad and three I'm like, she's hours. mad. And then I'm like, bitch, know me. Yeah, know me. <laughs> All right, we've got one more Dear Toasters. Hello, Claudia and Taylor. I desperately need your advice on a very unexpected situation. I've made a new friend recently who I really love. She's so fun. We have so much in common, and I literally adore spending time with her. Every time we've hung out in the past, she's been drinking or... Wait, she's... Wait, hold on. Every time we've hung out in the past, we have been a drinking or walk situation. So when we got dinner last night, I witnessed her eating for the first time, oh. and what I observed was truly shocking. Oh, so I guess they've only hung out going on walks and going for drinks. They've never eaten together. Yes. So she finally ate with this girl. What's a drinking or walk? Okay, sorry. I want to go on a walk where we drink. I witnessed her eating for the first time, and what I saw was truly shocking. She ordered a Cobb salad and started eating it aggressively, just like shoveling the lettuce in her mouth. <laughs> there was dressing all over her face. She no. didn't put her napkin in her lap, and she really wasn't even using it on the table. She was chewing with her mouth open and talking while eating. Pieces of lettuce were flying everywhere on the table. It was very upsetting. This was weird, but I could overlook it. But then she started picking, no. picking up the Cobb salad with her hands. And I was just like... And she was shoveling it in her mouth again, again, and getting dressing everywhere. It was so, so weird. She wiped her mouth once she was done eating, thankfully, but all this occurred so quickly and it was just so unpleasant and so odd. <laughs> How do I handle this? Do I tell her? Do I just not make meal plans with her moving forward? Do I continue to make meal plans but model not disgusting eating behavior? For reference, the West restaurant we were eating at is a pretty standard. <laughs> it's a pretty standard, nice ish American restaurant. She's uh. in her mid 20s, has a master's degree, and is very social and fun. So, this behavior simply does not make sense to me. Thanks wow. in advance. Okay, so I'm super triggered because I'm like, wait, am I this girl? No, I know. I'm like, <laughs> even though, like, sometimes when I'm around food, I lose all sense of rationale and just social decorum. And, like, I will just fucking, like, chicken tenders to the face. <laughs> but I don't think I've ever gotten to this level. To pick up a salad with your hands is like, insane. That is insane yeah but i'm literally At first like i thought you were being dramatic and then when you said she picked up the salad with her hands i just i'm just i just really i'm like wait do i do this do i not do i do this to not realize like yesterday i had I french fries you. at lunch <laughs> and i was like unwell around them and they were for the table and it, it was I, I like i kept reaching over stassi and like i could see my sleeve like hitting her wine glass <laughs> but i didn't care no fries <laughs> for the table like are a nice idea in theory but poor in execution <laughs> i know i just um i don't know what to tell you because i feel like i want to stand up for this girl because i feel like I could be this girl. I know. I think we at one point in time we've all been we've this all girl. been this girl. Maybe she was really hungry. Like <laughs> maybe you should go out with her again and see like if it's 
a pattern or if like it was just like real hunger. You said that so earnestly. No, because like, I, I really can't lie. I've been there. Like, you know when like you literally see food and like you will die if you don't get it in your mouth in the next three seconds? Like, I've been there. So like I want to give her, maybe she had a really long day and like she just, she didn't get, you know, breakfast in time. Like, I don't know. Maybe she's intermittent fasting. Right. That's don't, what don't I'm doing right those now. bitches who intermittent that fast. First, that first meal is like death. Oh, you're like a dog. So I would Oof. give her one more chance, but honestly, this is inappropriate behavior. But like maybe it was just a one-time thing. Yeah, one more chance. If she does it again, just ghost her. You don't Call need the police. You can't be seen with that. You can't be seen with that. Or just continue to go to drinks and walks. <laughs> drinks and walks. Keep with the drinks and walks. Oh my god. No, this is illegal behavior. Like <laughs> I'm jail. I really am sad. Jail like, for I... the girl who eats a salad with her hands. Sorry. Jail. <laughs> Um, we're wishing you the best though give her yeah, one more chance luck. and then go back to drinks and walks <laughs> exactly um, that's our show oh it was fun I'm like crying I love you so much always thank you for doing this oh my god you know how I feel I am honored and I'm always available and Taylor actually might be coming back tomorrow Jackie's schedule is very up in there she's really got her hands full this week just yep. sleep schedule it's all over the place so yep. she's going to try and make it remotely but if she can't me and Taylor are going to be back here yep. probably wearing the same outfits so, literally thank you so much for listening to the morning toast oh, also follow Taylor on Instagram at Taylor Strecker Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Morning Toast the Millennial Morning Show where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So it's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us Morning Toast. Leave a five star review about a beautiful starting and smart we are. Have an amazing day, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow for Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Bye. <laughs>